to give him glory. I lift my oh. hands to give him praise. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> have, uh, are, are we, we're not where we're supposed to be quite yet, are we? No. Uh, yeah, we're live. Oh, are, are we? we? Yeah, y'all see that little live button in your upper corner? Well, we're going to. <laughs> I don't have a live button. You don't? Well, you know I'd push it if it was. <laughs> don't push it. And on on mine, up on the left-hand corner is a red button that says live. Yep. I'm on oh. ALH Broadcasting, and it is live. I okay. do see it now. Okay. I do see it now. Well, we, we're going to start like we usually start. I, I, there was something that you mentioned a minute ago, Victoria, and it, mm -hmm. it, it spurred me to say, that's what I want to talk about in my weekend review. But I don't really Oh, the 8 at 8. You're 8 at 8. No, that wasn't it. Your water? <laughs> That's something you told me, but um, just a minute ago we were talking. I said the walk-in. I said your water. How your eight to eight is going? No, it really, people to it wasn't. It. it really wasn't even about me. No, she was something, inspired by it by yeah. whatever you said, Victoria. So. Something. It was something that you said a minute ago, and I said, "Oh, that's what I want to mention." Said, hey, how your writings were going? Okay, okay. It is I that time. Figure it out before okay. we come back here in. come here comes your open. You have a good show. Thank, Thank you, Alan. Co-host to just greet you this evening. Hey, Francina, good to have you on with us tonight. How you doing, Victoria? I am wonderful. Hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and Ruth, you have a great welcome for our our not only our guests but our listeners tonight. Of course. Thank you for coming uh, alongside of us. Thank you for joining us, and welcome. Welcome, welcome. We've got Linda with us this evening and we have marcia marcellus with us this yes. evening and we don't know who else is going to join us but i tell you what if you want to share this broadcast with somebody you feel free to go right ahead and do <laughs> that we would love it if you did you you can't keep all the fun to yourself you gotta share some stuff sometimes and this is a good 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 way to share a good way to to um get some good information and just have a have a, a a time of sharing that's what we like to do we like to do that and we're going to start by sharing our uh week in review hey tanya good to have you on the line tonight hey. 
Yeah, good to have you. Good to have you. So who's um, first? Uh, you. Me? Oh, okay. All righty then. Let's see. It's been a pretty good week. Let me tell you why. We only worked three days and we were off for Veterans Day and then they gave us Friday off as a mental health day. Oh, you got Friday off. Yes. I had to go back on Friday. <laughs> I, I had four days off. Oh, four, four. Count them. Go in a row. <laughs> four in a row. <laughs> oh, it, it, mm, it was just wonderful. It's just wonderful. And um, now it's coming week. We'll have a whole week. And then the week after that, you know, it's Thanksgiving. So it's just been wonderful. And did I write? I'm going to just tell you now, no, because Ruth is looking at me. No, I didn't write. Um, I did not. So bad, bad, Victoria. But, but. <laughs> but I have the rest of the month to still write. Okay. The challenge is not over yet, right? That's right. So, That's okay. Right. I did look at the outline a little bit and kind of, you know, put things together, but I didn't actually write. Still have the thoughts swirling in my head, but it's coming. It's coming. Okay. I, I'll, 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 mm, I'm going to keep asking you because I can't edit Please what's in your asking. head. Exactly. You're right. You really so. can't. Hi, sister. My sister Lori is on the line. Hey, Lori. Hey, Lori. <laughs> I, you're right. I cannot do that. And another thing that I did was um, I got back into selling uh, jewelry with paparazzi. So yes, I'm, I'm now did. a paparazzi independent consultant. And I think yes, that's what really took my time getting all set up. I did my first live mm -hmm. on Facebook to sell. I sold about nine to 10 pieces of jewelry. So I was really happy about that. Yes, so, and you did good. Thank you. you. Really good thank job. you. Yeah. You know, you got to have these multiple streams income, everybody. So, you know, and, trying to and think about those things. <laughs> I, I like your name too. It's Victoria's Treasure Box. It is. It is. Because yeah. I feel like all my jewelry is pieces of treasure that when I open it, I just have discovered a new piece. So that's a whole nother show. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just passionate about that as well. But it's been it's been a good week. I'm feeling okay, you know, still have those little aches and pains, but I'm feeling pretty good in my spirit. And I just thank the Lord for that tonight. I'm, it is well. All right. All right. Well, I had a I had a good week. I can't complain at all about my week. I mean, I could, but I won't. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> it was good. It was a good week. Good. Um, I got um, some numbers on 888. 888 is growing. And if you all, all right. don't know what 888 is on Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I have eight minutes in the morning to give people a uh, victory verse some poetry in the morning with uh uh, a, a a positive point of power. So it's 8 a.m. for eight minutes. And then we come back at 8 p.m. I'm getting some feedback from somewhere, I think. Uh, 8 p.m. we come back for eight minutes and we just give God praise. We have a little praise party because he's been so good to us all, all through the day. And Amen. Uh, we just uh, enjoy getting together and, and telling him thank you. So I thank you all. Some of you on the line are part of the morning crew and some are part of the night shift. And and uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we are ready to go in the morning. So I'm, I'm glad about that. Uh, I have come to the final paragraph of Woo! my book. And um, I am excited about that. Um, last week, Russia, China, South Africa visited 88. Wow. Awesome. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, God. Awesome. That's great. That's great. That's great. Um, but uh, I, I'm at the last paragraph, and, and I think I have done myself in 
I was talking to Ruth and I said, I've looked at it so much that I know what the last sentence is supposed to be, okay. but I keep massaging it and I keep rewriting and I keep going through just this one paragraph, guys, just this one paragraph. And what do we tell you? I'm not paying attention to Ruth. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't do too much mm-hmm. other than write, but and yes. I got accomplished. I accomplished a lot. Yes. So. yes, you have been writing, and I'm so very proud of you. Thank yes, you. she's Thank hitting you those so. word numbers. Yeah, no, and I'm going <laughs> Where up. Where are you now? Where are you now, Ruth? I am at twenty-seven, almost twenty-eight thousand. So after tonight, I'll be at twenty-eight thousand words. So um, I didn't exceed. have two weeks to go. Yes. So, and honestly, I should be done probably by the end of next week um, wow. with the first draft. Okay. I know that it needs a whole lot of editing, so that's not even a question. So I'll be able to go back and just go, okay, well, I could have added this and I could add that. So well, good, I don't know it'll be like 50,000 words, but it'll be done by the end of the month. So. I'm so proud of you. You, you are my hero. Now you just need to emulate your hero. I do. I do. So, yeah, I just, I hope, you know, honestly, I feel like I'm bragging sometimes, but I just want people to be inspired to go. Cause I had somebody ask me, okay, why are you, why are you writing? What are you, why are you posting word count? And I got an opportunity to share exactly. with Exactly. That's why you do it. That's yeah. exactly so why. I want people to be inspired and go, you know what? Everybody's got a story to tell. What's yours? And if she could do it, I could do it. Exactly. That's right. That's right. And and I don't, you know, I don't look at it as bragging at all. I, I look at it as the one thing that we don't do often enough, and that's to celebrate ourselves. Well, that's true. That's, that's very true. That's a, that's a good accomplishment. It is an accomplishment. Yeah. You know, a writer, yes. I remember somebody asking me, you know, how, how, how many books have you sold? And I said, how many have you written? Well, <laughs> you, you know, hmm, hmm. But, and, you know, and I said it with a smile and I said it with the best of intentions because you can let people take your joy. You can let people take your joy. 
You know, yeah. it's it's a good thing. I'm proud of what I have accomplished, you know. Oh, absolutely. And 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 you all celebrate me and the folks listeners <laughs> that come on celebrate me as well. And the person who said it still loves me and bought a book. So <laughs> you know, I didn't so expect fun. you to say that. <laughs> oh, come on. You're not that surprised. Come on. I never <laughs> well, I think I've gotten myself into enough hot water here, so we better move on and talk, yeah. talk to our guests. So, listen, yes. let me tell you who we've got tonight. And this is a quote, and it says, no one likes the unpredictability of life and the storms it brings our way. Steady in the storm documents Shona's personal journey as she navigates through the storm of her husband's addictions as a newlywed. Coming from a background of homeschooling and Sunday school, Shona is ill-prepared to handle the uncontrollable situation. Reaching deep into her relationship with Christ, Shona walks you through the gift of grace, the grit of gratitude, and the lavishness of the goodness of God that got her through the storm. Told in humor, with a deep vulnerability and a realness that will have you experiencing the story right alongside her, Steady in the Storm is a captivating and emotional telling that will have you page turning late into the night. Shona Marie has always been creative minded, dabbling in every craft and art known to man but ultimately, ultimately longed to tackle the holy grail of creative endeavors, writing a book. It wasn't until Shona went through an experience beyond her capabilities that she sat down to process her own story through writing. Shona's book, Steady in the Storm, was birthed out of a desire to navigate her innocent and sheltered Christian upbringing and how that factored into her lack of experience around addiction and complete reliance on God to get her through. Realizing she cannot be alone in her experiences, Shona decided to publish her book in her biggest leap of vulnerability, sharing her story with others who feel up against the ropes, ready to abandon their faith over hopeless situations. Shona desires to inspire others to hold the faith in dark storms, reminding them that their hope is found in places beyond themselves. Now. Please stay with us. Shona will join us right after a quick break. Excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, good. We are excited to have you. 
just want to say whoever picked that music, that was a good choice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Shona, I want to start with, because you are not in the United States of America. So tell us where you live. I am in British Columbia, Canada. No, I don't own a dog sled, but I have driven one. <laughs> okay, so it is not you snowing. Have... Okay, that was my next question. Okay, so they Good keep threatening know. snowstorms, but we haven't seen any snow yet. So I live um, actually. Uh, I could cross the U.S. border in a two-hour drive from where I am oh, right now. Oh, so okay. uh, very close to Washington, where where I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're glad you're able to join us. Thank so you. Tell us, um, tell us about your book, Steady in the Storm. I know it's very personal to you. Yeah. Thank you for that intro. Um, it was it was a real process to write, and I always feel like the first thing I want to say is like I never intended to like publish this, and I think that actually plays into like it's okay to like self promote and and be okay and like proud of yourself, but I always yeah. want to like diminish first, you know, like oh, I didn't mean to write a book, but. I, I did, you know, right. <laughs> uh, it really started off as a process of like introspection for me. And uh, I had a lot of friends and family and a couple of counselors say like, have you ever written out your story? And I was like, what story? Like, there's nothing to tell. Like, I, I don't even know what I would put down. And, uh, and then having walked through what I walked through in my marriage, it, it really started to feel like I had a lot I did need to process and process deeply. And so I kind of, you know, made a day of it and I thought, okay, I'm going to pack up my backpack with a laptop and go to a coffee shop and sit and write and just like focus. And I was sitting there thinking, you know, oh, this is so ridiculous. Like what story, you know, again, like what story do I have to tell? And I sat at this coffee table and or at this table in the coffee shop and I just imagined like a complete stranger sitting down going, who are you? Like, tell me your story. And then I thought about like, what would this complete stranger need to know about me in order to understand why walking through what I walked through in my marriage was so hard and traumatic for me? Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, I've known people that have walked through addiction and what have you. And and I felt like I, I did not come through unscathed when I maybe could have, you know, I felt very weak and ill-prepared and naive and... Um, just shocked really and uh i just didn't even know what alcoholism meant and so i thought you know what would this stranger need to know about me and that's why you know my first chapter is my relationship with fear and that's what i talk about is how i've just had a relationship with fear my whole life and how afraid i've been of the world or whatever and then it kind of evolved from there chapter after chapter um, you know, talking about childlike faith and what it was like growing up at the church and then just the progression of experiences in my life that actually became real tools for me in in the chaos, in the storm that ended up being what I relied on to get me through. And uh, just the title of steady in the storm, it's it's what kept me steady when it was chaotic. Wow. Wow. That, that's just that's amazing because I know most people are just like well they may get to a point where they they say well you know like you started off with you know what story do I have to tell you know and even the other day not that I thought of this but you know you you, you start writing you're like well what makes my life so interesting that other people would want to read it mm. and you know obviously we all have a story to tell it, it may not be quote interesting but it's for someone else so um, with that comment, have you, what kind of feedback have you gotten back from the book? Um, 
I, a lot of my feedback has come from close family and friends. Um, lots of people were really surprised um, at things I shared, not only about my marriage, but even about me as a person like, oh man, I never pictured you like that or to have that trait or that attribute. Like, I, I don't see you that way where again, you know, I would, would downplay it, right? Like, um, I'm not the expert. I don't know as much. And they're like, I never found you to be fearful. I never found you to be timid or, you know, outside of your comfort zone. You always seem so confident. And that's just, you know, we all have masks we put on to sort of hide our insecurities, right? And uh, so a lot of people were were quite surprised to hear that side of things. And then we, we kept our marriage quite hush-hush, you know, like what we were walking through and what have you, um, until we reached a crux and my husband ended up in treatment and we became quite open, uh, which I talk about in the book and how we created a GoFundMe for him to get through treatment. and. So some people were like, I had no clue that this was even a, a not even a problem, but like a, a possible problem, right? So a lot of people were really surprised that at that point, um, you know, to read through the book, to hear what we were going through in our marriage. They're like, oh, that was, I think, probably the most common comment was, oh, man, I had no idea. I had no idea. And I'm like, well, how would you, you know, right. like, I tried not to tell people. I tried to keep it a secret until we couldn't keep it a secret anymore right um so i would just say especially a few family members felt really guilty that they like didn't know what was going on i'm like i i made it that way i made it so you wouldn't know um but when you tell your story and when you're open with your story it it takes it away from that like shameful hidden place and it it puts it in the open and it airs it out right it's like when you burn something on the stove and you just throw open all the windows and you just get it out right and then it dissipates and it doesn't matter anymore and then it, it takes away that shame right right that's something because um and, and not to interrupt the, the flow but no not at all you have no idea shona it, it's as if you were sitting in on a conversation we were having. Yeah. Today. <laughs> today. Today. About the difficulty in in getting started and completing yeah. a story that takes you to painful places. Mm, yeah. A story that people will not understand. A story where people are gonna say, I had no idea, you know, right. I didn't know. And yeah. the courage, the courage that it takes to continue and go through that process. So I'm not going to name any names, but the individual who happens to be on the air with us tonight will definitely identify with the fact Victoria. that they need to finish what they started. Who might need a tissue? <laughs> That's what I went and got when I, we were having a break. I was like, I think if I need these. You can't fetch me that tissue, can you? <laughs> I need a tissue. Okay. <laughs> That is, gosh, that is so, oh. it is so real. It is yes. so real. And I think all of us have uh, those those places and those points uh, in our life where even though we know from, from a, a perspective of God and grace and all of those things that the experiences that we go through will be helpful for somebody else, it is still... Uh, courage is the only word I can come up with right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Take that step and say, you know what, I, I'm going to share this because it's never just your story. 
you know, it is the people that you're connected to. It's red. It's you know, it, there's a lot that goes into that transparency and that vulnerability uh, to to do it. And I I applaud you yeah. for Thank not you. stopping. I applaud you for for saying you know for having that conversation with that invisible person. I thought that was really good yeah. um, as an an amazing starting point. Uh, to be able to say, you know, what would somebody need to know? What what is the the thing that that I can share? Because you know it's there, you mm -hmm. just don't know how to get it out and the way to get it out. So, okay. I, I, whoa, man, that's that. I, I would say I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote I was, that down. The one of the big motivations to publish is like you said, it's not just your story, it's someone else's story. Like I can't even tell I was so desperate when, you know, Rhett was drinking and he was going through his own journey. And I was like, what does this look like for me? I don't even know. And I like called up pastors and friends and I, you know, I would be like, I need help. And they'd be like, I don't know what to tell you. And I'm like, but you're supposed to know, like you're supposed to know the answers. And then yeah. I literally ended up in like, you know, bookstores and used bookstores. And I would go to the addiction section and I would like, look, I'm like, is there a book here of like someone who's experienced this that I can like read to know that I'm not alone, to know that I'm not crazy. And right. like, if it exists, I did not find it. Um, and that was one of the motivations for me to write this is because I'm like, there is going to be someone else out there who needs to know that they're not crazy and who needs to know that like, this is hard and like, you can get through it. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be easy. And I'm like, you know what? I want someone to go to the addiction section and be able to find books that aren't about the addict because everything is about the addict. Yeah. The focus yes. is always yeah. on the addict, yeah. right? And like for every one addict in a family, there's what, eight to 40 people who know that person. And like, what are those people going through? Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly right. That is so, and you know, that's funny because that was my next question. You know, if you found anything on the market, even close to it. And oftentimes, um, you know, we live in such a Instagram society. Everybody wants to put this face first. Hey, I'm okay. I'm great. You know, look at my fabulous life but beneath it is a story that would help someone else if they were willing to be honest mm -hmm. and like andrea said it's just you know that you're willing to be honest that next person who's going to go look for a book will now find it amen you know? amen and it's just that that is just an amazing story and i hope that that encourages other people because i've had you know a couple other authors who said the same thing you know Oh, you know, Christians don't get divorced. Okay, well, Christians, yes, do they yes. do get divorced? Uh, yes, they do. Christians do <laughs> struggle with a whole lot <laughs> of things. There's not a whole lot of books out there for them. You know what right. happens when your spouse yeah. cheats on you? Yeah, there's not a whole lot of Christian books out there for that, and it's yeah. just that is something that we need to put out there in the market so that people have somewhere to go to and they know that they are not alone. So, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Amen. 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 Indeed. So, Andrea, any I, I um I don't know um I don't really have any questions per se. I just am interested in since we were talking about um you know your faith and and uh, growing up in the church and all of that uh how how difficult was it or did you have an internal battle or internal struggle within yourself about that? that part, that part of your life, it says, okay, because a lot of times as believers, and I'm, I'm in the process of a book about this 
as well. But as believers, um, we think, or in the body of Christ, we, we think that, you know, this shouldn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This isn't supposed yes. to happen to me. I and, and people will say, well, you know, you, you must not have enough faith or how are you praying? Are you really praying? <sighs> Should you praying? And, you know, yeah. all, of, all of those things, you know, then this is the part where you go from the tissue to the hammer. Um, um, yes. You know, just take somebody and beat them. But did you did you experience that as well? And how did you handle it? Oh man, how much time do we have? That is, <laughs> yes, good question. Um, to be honest with you, I my, oh, where do I start? So, growing up in the church, and especially like I spent going to camp in the summer was what I looked forward to every year. I worked there all summer long just so I could be there, right? And so again, I had that very innocent submersion of Christianity and. Uh, you know, I would be in church and I would hear people talk about their stories and what they'd been through. And I'd be like, oh, like Jesus won't let me go through that. Like, that's not for me, you know, like, oh, like Jesus loves me too much for that. And, and, um, wow. you like, it was, I was pretty angry at God for allowing this to happen because I knew, I knew Rhett had had a history of addiction, but I was like, oh, like Jesus will protect us from that. Right. Like that won't enter our marriage. That's done now. Right. And um, what comes to back to me right now, and even like throughout our dating relationship and our marital relationship, every it always came up that Peter walking on water, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I reference water and uh, a lot, which is again why I study in the storm with that kind of ocean theme. And like Jesus let Peter sink a little bit, you know, yeah. he, he didn't like, Peter wasn't like, I'm scared. And Jesus was like, no, okay. Like I got you. Like, we're going to be fine. You know? And off they flew. Like, no, like <laughs> he actually let Peter like sink a bit. Like he was sinking. He was, he, he was maybe even drowning. I don't know. Maybe he went up fully under. We don't know. Right. And when Jesus pulled him out, he wasn't like, oh, I am so sorry. Like I just didn't get here fast enough. Or like, I didn't see you. I was looking over here. He was like, why did you doubt? Like, why, why did you doubt me? And I'm like, whoa, Jesus, like, that's not who I know you to be. <laughs> you know, like, it's supposed to be this, like, we're entering the Christmas season, right? It's supposed to be this nice, happy, like, story. No, he's like, I, why did you doubt me? And I'm like, ouch, like, okay. And to be honest with you, like, I, going into this marriage, I felt like I would be more of an influence on Rhett, right? I Just this pompous or prideful mindset of thinking like, oh, like I have so much to offer. And in reality, like Rhett had way more to offer me through his brokenness, you know, and through going through hard things and becoming stronger and learning how to face adversity. And, um, you know, I touch on this in the book of like, no, I don't think God's sitting up in heaven, like charting out all these awful things for us to go through. Oh yeah, we'll hit them with this and we'll hit them with that. And then they'll be stronger and they'll thank me later. And it's, that's not really it. But I also think that Jesus is not really afraid to see us go through hard things because he knows that it will prove his goodness and it will prove his grace and it will prove his love. And then we will have deeper faith and become stronger people for that. And so I think he let Peter sink a little bit because Peter needed to realize that he should never doubt God ever, ever. Amen. And I feel like that was part of it for me. And 
you know, like when our marriage was repairing and we were kind of coming back together after treatment and what have you, you know, people said to me, like, trust is broken and all of this. And I was like, yes. And and then they'd ask, well, how's the relationship with God? And my answer would be, to be honest with you, I feel like it'll be easier for me to trust Rhett again than God again. Wow. And wow. Um, I would say that that's not, maybe not still true, but it, it did play out as true where I could see Rhett. I could see him yes. acting differently. I could see him changing. I could see him committing and, you know, like putting in the work where God, I was like, where'd you go? You know? And um, I would say, you know, there's part of me that's still repairing that. And as our marriage kind of goes through ups and downs, as soon as it hits a down, like, I'm blaming God. I'm like, what's going on here? Why are you doing this again? You know? And, and yeah, it's a, it's a pretty fickle thing, you know, having faith and how that plays out in your life. And um, I, yeah, to kind of touch on your question too, like, I really, um, I really struggle when people are like, oh, like, well, are you praying? Right. Or are you, what are you doing? Right? Mm. Are you going to church or are you going, right? And they just think it's so easy. They're like, oh, well, like they're baking a cake. Like, oh, well, did you follow the steps? And it's like, there are no steps here. Like it's every day I have to get through. And what does that look like? And mm. I used to be that person, you know, oh, well, I'll pray for you. Or maybe you should pray harder. Or maybe, you know, you should do this or do that. I was always so full of advice. Where now when people share to me what they're going through, I'm more like, wow, that is really hard. I'm really impressed that you're still going. You know, I'm really impressed that you're still committing, you know, and that you, you're you not letting go of your faith. And it's more to me now about affirming what I do see people walking out over trying to advise, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think the church is very quick to advise instead of just walk alongside. I like that. Advise rather than walk alongside. And and in these situations and in these storms, that's that's what we need. I think we need that person that will walk alongside. Amen. Um, that person that will not be so quick to try to figure out why you are where you are. And we're real good at that. Well, you must be there because this must mm -hmm. have happened yeah. to mm -hmm. us. Um, and, and it's not the because, you know, that, mm -hmm. that's, that's not it. And in that moment, because I think it is uh, a grieving process um, when when we have relationships and, and things that that are not, like you said, no one likes the unpredictability of life, you know, when there are things that are unpredictable and things that happen and things that, that we still have to go through. This is this is a day-by-day -day deal, guys. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. We don't get the manual. We don't get to open it up and say, and at the end of this, I will be. <laughs> I'll be gloriously transformed. <laughs> But that's exactly the way that it goes. <laughs> we got to open up. And I had a shirt that I was doing that said, what are you going to write on the pages of your life today? Amen. You know, what will you write? Will you write love? Will you write faith? Will you write, you know, what, what are the things that you will write on your life? Because what I would have written on the pages of my life five years ago is not what I would write on the pages of my life today. 
Yeah. It, it just it changes, it evolves, we grow hopefully, and and things are things are are different. Yeah. They're different. Uh, sometimes it's a good difference. Sometimes it's a get the hammer different. Sometimes <laughs> it's different. Not right. Different. I guarantee you it is different. <laughs> I don't want to take any more time. Victoria, let me give you uh, an opportunity. Well, you know, we don't have enough time for Victoria, but I'm going to say. All I'm going to say is, you know, I, I have the saying, get the book. And, you know, uh, listeners and viewers, you got to get this book. I, I was very impressed very impressed by your realness in this book. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we need. It's mm -hmm. so important to the body of Christ that we be real. Okay. And your story touched me in a lot of ways, a lot of different ways. And as um, Andrea talked about, uh, we had a conversation this morning. I'm writing my book about my fight with fibromyalgia and some things that happened when I first was diagnosed. And it's difficult. It's difficult to write this book because it's open in some places that I hadn't thought about or dealt with since then. And so, you know, I'm my own stopping point because I'm just not getting past writing. And so you don't know how much you have helped me tonight to, mm -hmm. to be able to just be real about it. What would, a, what would a stranger who wanted to read my story want to know? So yes. I, I thank you for that. That's number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, it, as I was reading your book, I was very impressed about how you, you had your, your listening sessions with Jesus. I know we don't have time to talk about that, but I want to tell the listeners that you have to read that part of how mm -hmm. you talk to Jesus in your sessions. And then you had a line that you said a counselor told you that hope was very expensive for you. Could you explain that a little bit? Hope, oh. very expensive for you. And, Man. And, hope, and hope is supposed to be what our Christianity is based on, right? How was hope expensive? Oh, you guys ask the best questions. Amen. Because <laughs> we're going to help somebody tonight. <laughs> Somebody's going to be free when they finish Ooh. with all the stuff Oh, very expensive. Oh, man. Oh, I feel like you're going to cry. I actually like wrote a blog post about this recently. And, and uh, I do have a blog, steadyinthestorm.com, if you're interested. But yes. I was thinking about this again recently, how hope is really expensive. And I remember when the, when the counselor said that, I almost dumbfoundedly was like, I'm sorry, like, what, what did you just say? Because as Christians, you know, oh, faith, hope and love. And the greatest of these is love. And, you know, we feel like when we become Christians, we just get faith, hope and love. Like right. there's some sort of like Boy Scout batch that we then pin on ourselves. And we're like, look, like, I got it. Like, I'm, I've got these things. And like, to hope is I still struggle with this. And it's like to hope for things unseen, right? To hope right. is to like invest your your heart and your soul into something that is not tangible or visible or there, right? Like, um, and I just have experienced so much disappointment because I have that kind of childlike, you know, Disneyland mindset of like, oh, this will happen. Of course it will happen because that's what happens, right? And then it doesn't happen and it's so devastating. And you experience that over and over and over of like, like, oh, like as an example, like just recently my husband was thinking about, you know, maybe we should go away for the weekend because we had a few days off just with the long weekend and what have you. And the first thing he said to me was, I don't want to get your hopes up, 
but I was like thinking maybe we could like rent a cabin this weekend. And we looked into it and we couldn't make it work, but he knew, like he knew he, if he said like, I want to go to a cabin this weekend, I would have had the entire weekend planned out in my mind and all the memories already created of like how amazing it was going to be. Right. Wow. And like, <laughs> and then it won't happen and I'll be all devastated. Like yeah. I've grieved this loss that never took place. Right. And so to like, you know, when, when we were in the midst of relapse to hope that my husband would become sober was like, you got to be kidding in me, right? You got to like, that's not possible. And um, the counselor was like, well, it's possible, but it's, it's expensive. Wow. Like it's going to cost you to hope that mm -hmm. it is going to cost your faith and your emotions and your physical like well-being, And you have to decide if the hope is worth the cost. Wow. And I was like, oh, like I, I don't want to even think about that transaction, let alone like play it out. Right. Because I had to, yeah, I had to invest my emotion in that, you know, is this going to happen? Is he going to get sober or is he not? And do I have to face that reality of, of, you know, no, like maybe he won't. And maybe our lives are going to change now. And, um, I, do, I just don't think we often think about that, you know, and, you know, it says that hope deferred makes the heart yes, grow yes. sick, right? Yes. And so when you're not investing in hope, you get sick. <laughs> but <laughs> when you're hoping in something so seemingly impossible, it, the cost is so great. And then that's, you know, that would be where the strength of Jesus and faith comes yes. in, right? Yes. And that's where he fills the gap of that, that deficit. And but I, I still remind myself of that, you know, when I hope for things. And even now as my husband kind of, as we look ahead, you know, five-year plan and what have you. And I, I consider the cost of hoping in some of that five-year plan. I'm like, okay, like, yes, I see that, you know, but like, how much hope am I going to invest in this? How costly right. is this for me? You know? Right. And uh, I, I feel like I'm still figuring out what that really means. But it was such a relief to hear someone say like, you can do it, but it's going to be expensive and it's going to yeah. cost you internally. And it was, yeah, that it still hits heavy. Okay. Well, I, my only last question, and then we're going you know, to ask you to uh, give our readers, um, our listeners, excuse me, where they can find your book and, and how about you? What would you like to tell our listeners and our viewers about steady in the storm? What message is steady in the storm? What does that mean to you? Um, the first thing that really comes to my mind is, again, the story of Jesus sleeping in the storm. You know, the disciples are in the boat. The boat's getting knocked around everywhere. They all think they're going to die. And Jesus is like asleep. And uh, again, you're kind of like, what is with this guy? Like, who is this? You know, like, <laughs> and they wake him up and he's almost like, like, what's your problem? Like, just, exactly. we're fine, you know? And so that, um, like, I threw around the word stability a lot when I was talking to my mom about the title and about what, what I should name it. And so we settled on steady in the storm because like, you know, I, I'm, I've been part and I am part of some support groups for, you know, families and friends of alcoholics and what have you. And, and, um, you know, they talk about what gets them through and what they find works for them. And to me, I'm like, I don't know how you do it without Jesus. Like, if you don't have yeah. Jesus, this is impossible. Mm -hmm. And like, kudos to you for doing the impossible. Like you did it. 
But to me, like Jesus is that stability in the storm. He sleeps in storms. He walks on water. He calms the waves. And whether that be like the physical or even like right now, you know, you could do a whole other hour on COVID and what we're going through and the anxiety and the fear and of what people like of what they are experiencing right now. Like Jesus is the steady in that storm. He is the steady in every storm. And it doesn't matter what you're going through. Like he is that, that rock that you can keep going back to. And that to me is like the theme of the story and what I continually touch back on and why I bring my faith so much into it. Um, Because I just, I just want people to know, like, look, like it doesn't matter what you're going through. Like there, there is strength and hope to be found and it'll cost you, but it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Amen. Amen. Please tell us. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Where can they find you? And 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 are you you have any other projects you're working on? Uh, please tell us about your blog and the, the, all that. Yeah, so you can find me at steadyinthestorm.com. I have links to the book there. Um, I post on the blog, I wouldn't say frequently, but you know, it's rhythmic enough that you'll find new content. Um, And then you can also, you know, there's links to my social media on there as well. Um, The book is available, excuse me, on Amazon. So if you search Steady in the Storm book, it comes up right away. It says Shona Marie right there. Um, I am, I am finished recording the book for audible right. um i'm a huge well, audiobook person so i right. felt like i could not we are too. We are too. <laughs> um there's one more piece i need to record for that before it's fully finished but i am hoping to have it up like oh i don't know if december 1st is too ambitious but we'll maybe try for that uh so yeah if you follow me on instagram shona marie i i am posting regularly on there about the audible book and when it'll be available so you'll know when it releases mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I actually, I released a devotional this year called Being Tenacious. All right. And the reason I did that was, again, I, I love and hate the idea of a devotional book. <laughs> and I love them because they're amazing, but they never really speak to you when you're going through something hard, right? Like right. you talk about the hammer over the Kleenex and that book like becomes my hammer. I'm like, no, like <laughs> I do not want to be flowery and free, like get out of here, right? Like right. I'm going through right. something hard. <laughs> so, um, I wrote Being Tenacious as like a kind of choose your own adventure reader, uh, just one page easy reads. Uh, well, maybe not easy, but okay. kind of to speak to people who are going through tough seasons. And so that you can find on my website or um, through Amazon as well. And I actually have one more question. I'm sorry, y'all. How is Rhett? How is your <laughs> husband today? How's he doing? I'm sorry. We cannot, got it. We got to ask, how's he doing? He's actually doing really, really good right now. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. COVID was a real whirlwind for us. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of ways, but uh, just learning, you know, the value of focusing on what matters and what you can control. And yep. yeah, yeah, we actually had a really, really good weekend together, really incredible weekend together. So I'm very thankful. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Smile, smile. Come on. <laughs> there you go. That's wonderful. Okay. Yeah. It's like, I, it's like, oh, it was so good, but like, oh, something bad's going to now happen. No, like, no. Oh, we got over that, you know, like <laughs> embrace, embrace the good moments. Right. Celebrate those moments. Thank Celebrate you so much. Thank you so much. Shona, thank you. 
That's all I can say is just thank you. We, we so we have so enjoyed having you on Authors Up. Your story is amazing. Uh, I echo Victoria saying, get the, get the book. book. Get the book. <laughs> I can't thank wait you. for the Audible version to come out. I love Audible. So I would be. I do not. I want the book. <laughs> I, I'll take the book too, but it's something about that Audible. I get mm. that car and I can turn that on and I am good to go. So I read it with a little bit of like my personal flair and attitude too. Oh, so yeah. awesome. I like that. That's what I like when the author does the book. Yes. I might. I, I think that's why I like it because it, it it I can feel the author in the audible audible yeah. uh, version. So we thank you. We thank you for everything that you shared with thank us you. tonight. There thank were you for some, giving me the opportunity. I know there are places that that you hit some of us uh, in in places we didn't think we needed to have that that little bit of tweaking, that little nugget, that little. Uh, whatever you want to call it, that lets us know it's going to be okay. Yeah, confirmation. Mm -hmm. Confirmation. Okay. Yes, and we thank <laughs> you for that. Ladies, is there any final comment that you want to have, Ruth? Do you have a final comment for tonight? I just thank you again, Shona. I mean, honestly, your level of honesty, honesty is just refreshing because, like I said, there's so much cover up out mm. in the world, you know, mm -hmm. people pretending to be, and I was even thinking about that today, just the pretense that we go through and we don't need yeah. to do that. Masks for and real. I just, I, I appreciate so much that you're willing to be honest, even on our show. So thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. And, and uh, we hope that as you go forward and you get other projects out, you will remember Authors Up. Yes. yes. You can give us a call or send us an email to authorsup at gmail.com and say, hey, got something going on. You all need to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring it right back. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you all for the comments that you have put in uh, tonight. And thank you all for being with us. We have, of course, a brand new show next week. Um, I don't know what it is, so I can't tell you about it. <laughs> Come on back and figure it out with us, okay? <laughs> but again, thank you for being with us. This is the place to be Sunday evenings at 7 p.m., I tell you that. So we look forward to having you with us next week on Authors Up. Have an amazing week, everybody. Thank you again, Shona. And uh, we're out. Have a great Good night. Night, night, everybody. Night, brown <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs>